Hey friends, welcome back to the Inner Bitch, Inner Truth podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Jacari, naturopathic doctor, acupuncturist, and intuitive. And I teach people the practical action steps of spiritual health. If you're curious of my big picture perspective, I highly recommend checking out my big picture course. It's a free audio course on my website, and the link is in the show notes. So, If you've been following along for the past couple weeks, you have gotten a clear uh, behind-the-scenes view of the things that I have been going through in my own healing journey. And so I just want to update you real quick. And if you're curious, you can go back to the past couple episodes and check those out. Um, But for right now, I feel as though I've kind of come out of that purging period and just all the stuff that I was dealing with. I feel as though I've gotten a lot more grounded and centered into myself again, like anchored into me. And what I've been doing is really just being mindful of how I'm spending my time and making sure that I am leaving like gaps of space in my day where I don't have something planned that I have to like go and do and I also have created another anchor for myself and I'm going back to just one anchor and um just committing to it for 40 days with a minimum and a maximum, which is a practice that I recommend in that big picture course if you want to check out that audio course that I mentioned just a second ago. And I swear, it's really, it makes all the difference. Um, So anyway, that's what's up with me. Today's episode comes from a listener who has a question about grief and guilt. And I got this question a couple months ago and I held off on answering this question because I wanted to wait until the energetics of like collectively were going to be in this like grief period. And so what I mean by that is in Chinese medicine, the fall autumn season is ruled by the element of metal. And as part of this this elemental energy that we're in, it really is going to bring up feelings of grief and guilt. And if you just think about leaves on the trees and how they change colors and then they fall, it's almost like that process, the, the grieving process of like changing into something that then has to, you have to let go of and you can, you have to let it go, right? Let those leaves fall to the ground and... I think it's the perfect example of what goes on internally for each of us on some level, whether we're conscious of it or not, is this feeling of realizing the things that we can't bring with us into the next kind of season of our life. And we're, we're needing to go through this grieving process of changing and then finally getting to the point of being able to just let it go. So I'm going to start by reading the question that I got. And the question is, can you touch on grief and guilt? I lost both my parents in the last 18 months and I'm struggling with the strained relationship that I had with both of them. I really admire your thought process and would love to see what you come up with. Thanks, Sarah. So I first want to start off by saying I'm so sorry for your loss and I can only imagine how hard this whole entire experience for you must be Um, because to me I'm hearing that you like the relationship was never kind of resolved before they passed 
So I'm going to start off my answer by giving you a little bit of my spiritual perspective because it's this perspective that has given me so much relief. And when I share this with my clients who are going through uh, just certain situations, it just provides this framework of understanding uh, the bigger picture of what could be going on here. And now I, I want you to really pay attention to how your body's feeling and see if this perspective resonates with you or not. Because if it doesn't, that's okay. Um, I don't want to be pushing my, you know, my perspective onto anyone. I believe that we are souls living in a physical body and we come to earth school in order to go through experiences that are going to allow our soul to learn certain lessons so that it can take those lessons into the afterlife, the next life, whatever is on the other side of this, right? And I also believe that we incarnate into our lives, into our families by choice, we get kind of this highlight reel of what is going to happen in this lifetime and we choose to have that experience knowing the pain and the heartbreak that we are going to experience but we choose it so that we can learn and we can grow and we can evolve and so what that looks like sometimes is this contract between people is you know one party is signing up to do to do harm to be the person who's that like toxic um hard person to really get along with and they're doing it so that the other party can then awaken in whatever way is needed really is whatever it's called for and so there's something about the first time when i heard this perspective there was something about that that just rang really true and it also made me have a lot of compassion and, and almost sadness about uh, the people who are not destined to awaken, who are going to be stuck in their own toxic, toxic toxicity um, for their lifetime and make it really hard to have a relationship with them. And it's all an effort for us to awaken the people who are wanting to have a relationship with them but are yet... Uh, not being treated in the way that we we really need like our needs are not getting met by them and instead we're being harmed and it's almost like that harm is what really cracks us open because we're then having to go through this purging process that teaches us things we're really learning a lot from these experiences and now this next layer here is the spectrum of parental behavior with their children. And so on one end of the spectrum, what I'll call the more negative end, is a narcissistic parent who is, cannot self-reflect, cannot meet the child's needs, cannot, cannot and does not want to understand where the children are coming from, and instead is just like, nope, like I am perfect. There is nothing that I have done wrong. Um, this is all your fault or you're being so dramatic. You had everything that you need and you should be thankful for me. Um, also, what can go hand in hand with that is um, like addictions, alcohol abuse, um, violence, you know, where where the way that I see it energetically is that these people are just fully in the dark. Like they have not awakened 
at all. They, they literally do not have the capacity to self-reflect and to understand what their role in the relationship was. And then on the opposite side of the spectrum, you have parents who are like so, so focused on their children that they completely lose themselves and they're still not fully awakened. Um, they, they're awakened in the fact that they want to have a healthy relationship with their children, but they're not understanding that the way that they see the world and all of like the the things that they've experienced, if they haven't gone through the healing and if they're not trying to heal at all, sometimes those unconscious wounds can then get passed on to the children. And those, the children who grew up with parents who are just like all like in their life all the time, sometimes those children can end up being frustrated that the parent is like too nosy, too clingy, like, like, let me live my own life. Like, why don't you get a hobby? Um, so, so that's kind of like the opposite side that I see. And then of course, there's all kinds of parents that are in between. And um, I'm not really sure where this person's parents kind of fall on that spectrum. But I wanted to just highlight, you know, there's a, there's a wide range of types of parents. And quite frankly, um, I think that sometimes when parents are not being respectful of a child's need, whether it be on the super toxic side or on like the super clingy, um, I can't live my own life side, it's like in those instances, if parents are not willing to or not able to self-reflect and to really understand like their role in the relationship dynamic and, and to be able to hear the children's needs, I feel like those are the situations where if you have vocalized your need, if you have set boundaries and they still bulldoze through them and they are not being respectful, it's almost like, what else can you do besides walk away from that relationship, especially if you are being harmed by that relationship? And so going back to this question, I'd be really curious to know if this like where this person's parents kind of fall on that spectrum, you know, were they on one extreme or the other or were they more in the middle? Like, where were they at? Um, because I feel like that really plays a big role here, right? Like if you were trying to have a healthy relationship with a parents who are like do not have the capacity to self-reflect and to understand what their role is in the relationship, it's really, really hard to have have a healthy relationship. And now I really want to touch on this piece of forgiveness, self-forgiveness, because maybe, maybe that is the case that you you wouldn't have been able to have a healthier relationship with your parents. Or maybe you think that they could have had this conversation with you and you were just not in the in the space to be able to have those conversations at the time, you know, before their passing. Um, regardless of what the situation is, I just want to say it's okay. Whatever happened, it's okay. And there's things that... You know, we wish we could have done, could have done differently if only we would have said things in a different way or approached a situation differently. But I feel like at the end of the day, each of us are truly, truly, truly doing the best that we can with where we are at each day. 
And sometimes we can get hard on ourselves and beat ourselves up where it's like, well, you should have been better. You should have done differently. You could have done differently. And it's like, but in that moment, you didn't do it. And I think that there's a reason why we make the choices and decisions that we do. And every single moment, like we truly are doing our best. And it like it can really seem like that's bullshit and I'm bullshitting you right now. And like, no, but you don't understand. Like I could have done things differently. And, you know, I know from my past, I'm like, oh shit, like I could have done things differently too. And like, there's just all these things that kind of, we, we start to beat ourselves up. And I truly believe like, I know at least for me in my past, when I've acted in a shitty way, in that moment with where I was at in my life, with all of the nuanced situations that I was dealing with, I was doing the best that I could with where I was at. And so I just want, I just want to say that because um, I, I feel as though forgiveness has to come in order for you to really let this go. And it only is going to come when you start to have more compassion for yourself and more understanding of where you are at and, and at that point in your life and understanding that you're not that same person today. You know, we're a different person every single day that we wake up. And I feel like each day we are doing our best, even though that best level is going to change. It's going to be different depending on where we're at. So I just want to say that, you know, no matter what actually happened in this relationship and how it evolved and all the things and things that you wish you would have done differently, I just, I truly believe that things happen in the way that they were meant to happen, even if we wish it would have been different or we think that we could have done differently. There's also this higher energetic cycle that's kind of happening that's, this is really teaching you something. And the fact that you even reached out to me and asked me this question shows me that you want to heal, that you want to let go and move forward. And you're doing it, right? Like you're, you took action. You took action. And so I want you to be really, really proud of yourself for reaching out and, and starting this work and doing this work. You're doing it right? This next part that I want to touch on is something that I'm going to, I'm going to bring in my own personal experience into this conversation. Um, and I am just saying that I still have all of my parents. Um, I have not gone through this specific situation, but I have struggled with strained relationships with my parents, um, for my entire life. Um, and I, and my parents are divorced, so I've got kind of two sets, two sets of them. And then it's almost like you kind of have a a relationship with each one, right? So there's four people that I've really had like pretty strained relationships with. Um, and so I'll just start off by saying that I've only really, um, processed like one, one set of parents and I haven't really, I've, I've started the process and things are being kind of revealed to me, um, about the other set. And so that's kind of more of the wounding that I'm, I'm going through in healing right now. 
But I just want to share what the the process has been on my one set of parents that used to be very, very strained. And now we have a really good relationship. It's a really solid relationship. And, you know, I'm always wishing that things could be a little bit deeper, but that's okay. You know, it's, it's a lot better than it used to be. And I truly believe that it, it all has come down to the action and decision that I made where I, I knew that I no longer wanted to have a strained relationship. So I'm just going to tell a little story here. Um, I was on the phone with my mom a couple of years ago. Um, this was actually in 2020. And at the time, I had uncovered all of these different memories that had made me so angry. I was so angry at her, uh, at my stepdad. I was furious um, about certain things that had happened. And her and I were on the phone and we like start started getting into a, a bit of a heated conversation. And all of a sudden, she just asked me this question. She was like, this is what it, life is going to be like from now on, isn't it? Like, this is how our relationship is going to be. And it was in that moment that I made the decision. I do not want our relationship to be like this forever. I want it to be different. And so I got off the phone with her. And long story short, I, from that decision, put out an intention with the universe of, I'm ready to heal. I'm ready to get through this anger. I'm ready to heal. And so what ended up happening was because I think it's it's the intention kind of got the roll, the ball rolling. Uh, but what ended up happening is I started getting these memory kind of flashbacks um, and, I, and I was seeing situations as my adult self in and I was watching my childhood self be in, you know, so much pain. And I started feeling her pain for her. And I started being the adult that she needed at that time during that memory. And this would happen like randomly when I was like cooking dinner or when I was driving. Um, And I was able to just go through this process as it would come up. But I also would do meditations where I would kind of dive in and, and ask for that wounded version of me that was ready for healing. I would ask her to show herself to me and take, take myself kind of through that process that way as well. But what ended up happening is it's kind of it's kind of like I had to wade through the muck and like really process some deep emotions and like really feel into them. But as I did that, I started to see my parents in a completely different light. Like I started to see how they are just wounded people who were doing their best but their best was not good enough for me. Like I need, they were not able to meet my need. I needed more from from them, but they weren't able to meet it at that point in time. And so as I went through this healing process, I started developing so much more compassion for my parents. But along with that came grieving the loss of the parents that I wish I would have had. But as I went through that grieving process, I was able to be the adult that my younger version, 
needed. And so it's like I was able to be with her and love on her and give her exactly what she needed as if I was, you know, actually there in that moment with her. And so when they say how time is nonlinear, I think that that's really where you can harness that concept is I went back in time, quote unquote, through this meditative process um, and and healed. And it's like that healing was able to help me kind of like chop away these really heavy weights that I had been carrying around for so long because that wounded version of me that was carrying that weight was finally being seen and recognized and loved and and got her needs met. But all through that entire process, like I said, I gained so much compassion for my parents and I started to really see them in a different way. And so my perspective on my parents completely changed and that perspective change stopped um it basically helped me let go of all of the expectations that I had for them on how they needed to treat me and how they needed to behave it's like those expectations were slowly able to like be let go of and I was able to like be in relationship with them and just accept them for where they were at and I think that that entire process is what really allowed my very strained relationship, uh, especially with my stepdad. Um, my mama always joked that when I was 18, it was like, thank God you went you went to college because you were pissing fire at each other. Um, we really butt heads my entire life. Um, and now, you know, like we have a good relationship. I, I do... Um, Wish it was a little bit deeper and a little stronger, but that's just something that we're working on building now and being more intentional about it. So um, that's that's the process of the strained relationship to a more healthy relationship. And and you know, I think part of that is me needing to understand where his relationship set point is at. Because I feel like we all kind of have a relationship set point of what we expect to have in relationship. Um, you know, things like how often do we communicate? What, what are the kinds of things that we talk about? What do we do together? What are those activities that we both love to do? How often are we doing them? Like all of that is, is really based on each of us individually, right? And then it's like two individuals come together and you've got to kind of create this dynamic and each of you could have like a different set point of what you think that relationship should be. But if it's never fully being communicated, I feel like that adds to kind of uh, distance and gaps in relationships. But it's something that a conversation, a vulnerable conversation would be able to highlight for you you know and then and then you're able to really discover what kind of relationship you truly do want to be having and so going back to the question again it's like even though your parents have passed going through this process of grieving the loss of the parents that you never had is going to be a process that really really helps you let go of those weights that you're carrying and allow you to just be free and accept you know everything that has happened in the past and accept where you're at right now 
So I'll just give you a couple of, of first practical steps here. And one is put the intention out there with whatever higher source you believe in. Just say, I mean, I call it a prayer, but you can just, it's an intention, right? It's like just set the intention that you are ready to heal. And I'm assuming that you already have because you're, you know, you reached out like I, like I already acknowledged, right? Um, but really that intention is going to kickstart these memories that kind of pop up. And I'll say anytime you get kind of this flashback, allow yourself the time and space to be with whatever that is that's coming up for you. And a lot of the time, if people haven't done this work before, either one, they want support on it. And so I highly recommend getting support if you feel like you need that. Um, And then two, it's like they feel like if they were to open up to that emotion that they are uh, experiencing from this memory, a lot of people think that it's going to completely take them over and take them out. And I just want to say, I have not ever experienced someone who that has truly, truly happened for. And now there's there's also mental health conditions and different things that could be playing a role here. Um, and so if you're feeling like you're like, nope, I, I should have support here, like please, please, please get support. Um, but I will say that these emotions that happen, it kind of comes in waves where this really big wave will come in and then it'll crash down and you'll be feeling all of that. But on the other side is that lull stillness before the next wave comes in. But then the next memory will surface maybe a couple days later, maybe a week later, maybe a month later. You know, like this is the beautiful thing that I have have experienced and have seen is that our body will keep us safe and will keep these memories hidden from us until we're ready to experience them. And so you can just know that it, with this intention, these memories are going to come in their own timing. And so that next memory will come, that next emotional wave will come. You'll you'll open yourself up to it. You'll feel through the sensation that the emotion is bringing up in your body. And then you'll let that wave crash. And then there'll be another lull. And I think through this process, you're going to start to experience yourself and how you see your parents differently. Like you're going to start to see them in a different way. And then, of course, as the memories are happening, being sure that you're remaining in, anchored in your adult self, anchored into a safe place. And if it ever becomes overwhelming or like too much, stop. Don't force yourself to do anything. And if you need help, please, please, please ask for help. Um, and yeah, I just, I think that this process, this grieving the loss of the parents that you wish you would have had, and just grieving the fact that your parents fell short, like you did not get the things that you needed in your childhood, and it sounds like they were never able to fully provide you with that, even throughout your adulthood, and that's some hard shit, you know? I think it's an experience that many of us have gone through and I think it's it's a process that a lot of us need to do in order to really release the weights that we're all carrying 
Um, and, and it's of course carrying it unconsciously, but it's, it's something that this process is able to really help you release. So I really, really, really hope that you found this helpful and that I answered your question uh, in a way that has given you a little bit of relief and um, a little bit of a plan of what to do from here on out. If you're tuning in and know of a friend that could benefit from hearing this, you can feel free to send it their way. Um, And if you have any questions of your own that you would like my perspective on, I would really love to answer and uh, share kind of the perspective that I do have. And if it's something that I don't have any perspective on or experience with, I can always do a little intuitive reading into the energetics of the question. So Um, yeah, just feel free to email me. My email is in the show notes and I hope that you all have a beautiful week. Happy fall this Thursday, September 22nd is the autumn equinox. So happy fall. I am sending you all so much love. 